welcome, 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 everybody, to this week's episode of the Heinemann Brothers Hockey Show. The Heinemann Brothers Hockey Show is a show about hockey with the Heinemann Brothers. Uh, we grew up playing and watching, so uh, we'll give you our two cents on what's going on in the show, <coughs> maybe what's going on in our own lives. Uh, it sounds like Lou is sick. Uh, so uh, let's get to it. Uh, Lou, uh, you dying? No, that was Ty, actually, but... Um... <laughs> um... Uh, good, good. I got to I got to two separate hockey games this week, so uh, we'll definitely touch on that. But uh, it's finally getting cold out here in Ohio, and just uh, enjoying my nice three day weekend here. Ah, uh, yes the uh, the Air Force taking taking President's Day off or Mount Martin Luther King, whatever. <laughs> Ty, what's up? I will have you know that we are still building your airplanes on Monday. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, if, I mean, hey, on. if we had a working flight line, I'm sure I would be working tomorrow, but we don't have a flying mission, so. All right. Um, the uh, other voice that you may or may not have heard as me and Tyler, uh, I mean, me and Lewis, and I guess my brother's mixed up, uh, have interrupted them quite a few times. Uh, Tyler, you had quite a trip uh, this weekend. Yeah, sup, guys, airplanes and stuff. Um <laughs> just uh, went up to went up to Vermont with Jonesy and some of the guys from Randolph. Uh, skied yesterday, hung out today, but just got back uh, not too long ago. So back in Boston here, but um, didn't catch a lot of hockey this weekend. I uh, was watching during the week and stuff, but um, did catch a little bit of, of the Bruins Penguins game, Wild game. Oh yeah, um, so, that's, so that was a good one. But um, yeah, happy to be here. How are those uh, skiing legs? Not bad. I uh, I didn't. I don't think I even wiped out real bad. So, but I didn't do anything too crazy. Um, kind of kept it. Didn't feel like injuring myself this weekend. <laughs> so, uh, still still got it. I mean, it's probably only like the fourth time, maybe fifth time I've skied before. So, better than Tyler Healy, that's for sure. He, <laughs> he was he was fun to watch out there. It's <laughs> a goof, goofy motherfucker on skis. I bet opposite of Jones, probably. Yeah, Jones is ridiculous. He's skiing well, like I, everywhere though, like yeah, Switzerland, I've, like France, Utah, you name it. So yeah, I remember seeing pictures of him in the Alps. So uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's really good. It's dangerous when you go. When I went with just him, because he's like, oh yeah, he'll be fine on this one. I'm like, all right, cool. And it's like a double black diamond. And I'm like, oh, dude, like, come on. <laughs> Just walk <laughs> up a mountain. <laughs> this, is a, this is a cliff. Like, how do I ski this? So I'm just like hockey stopping the whole way down, and then my legs are burning at the end. So it was nice to have Tyler, and, and Demore was there too. And he's a good skier, um, but isn't looking to do that crazy shit either. So we, we did some ones where we cruised. It was nice. Skiing's fun. <laughs> Uh, agreed. I, I never tried it, although after my first few times snowboarding, I think I need to transfer to the skis because that ain't happening. For sure. <laughs> um, we did have we did have some hockey this week, of course. Uh, my Islanders look like absolute shit with uh, two out of two two games against the Rangers this week, both losses, and then uh, go up four to one going into the third period on Saturday against the Washington Capitals, who obviously are ahead of us. And we give up five goals in the third to lose the game. So, tough uh, run to I, OV I, right now. 
I've I've had a brutal. Uh, the Islanders have had a brutal month, really. Um, we are now only two points ahead of uh, both Carolina, who we're losing to currently on this Sunday, and Philly. So that's out of the playoffs if we get passed by those two teams, and uh, that's not good. So maybe it's maybe it's okay that we're struggling in the early January period, but it doesn't give you much time to pick it back up before playoffs. So I, I, I want to see my boys uh, buckle down again. For yeah, sure. It's a kind of low, low point of the season where it's like, you guys, you guys, you don't really want to get too hot right now, but if you don't start to really start playing good hockey, then it's going to hard to be turning it on, you know, with 25 games left. So you got to start playing consistently really well if you're gonna not just make a huge push but stay where you are right and i think i think you kind of have one more week of that fuck around time because after the all-star break um that's when it's it's go time and that's when you see the teams that are going to be successful in the playoffs really ramp up their game i'm hoping that that's when the the penguins finally fucking cool off <laughs> they beat boston again they won again today in a in a game where i turn i turn on the game it's 3-1 boston i'm like excellent uh and slowly but surely i watched the penguins come back and defeat boston i didn't actually get to finish the game but uh who wants to see that <laughs> this guy does yeah penzeman uh i mean they've last two months really they've been uh pretty dominant closing in on the capitals only four points back um so love loving to see that that kind of play and especially picking up the win against the bees today after losing to them uh two games ago but actually i got out to two hockey games this week um Thursday, uh, me and two of my buddies went out to Columbus. They had their, they had a military appreciation night. So we got to, we were on the ice holding the giant flag, um, for the national anthem. So that was really cool. Um, while we were in uniform, Lou, in uniform. Yeah. Nice. Um, how, uh, how were the jackets? They are on fire as well. Uh, they played like absolute dog shit considering they won the game. <laughs> um, they got dominated the entire game, but just they cashed in on their opportunities and Carolina didn't. Um, and then of course I watched Dougie Hamilton crash into the boards, which, uh, he broke his leg and he's going to be done for a while. So that's going to hurt the canes a little bit. Yeah. It, uh, makes, makes, uh, Jacob Slavin a little more valuable. I know, uh, yep. Me and Lou have been, uh, well, I would say debating a trade, but I've offered it up to him, and Lou's just told me to hold on. I've so, I've I've since looked at it and accepted today, Siege. Oh, you did? Okay. Yes. So I think it's got to go through. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. If Tyler has to confirm it. Yeah, I think Tyler just has to confirm it. Okay, yep. so Tyler, it is uh, Barkoff and Slavin, and I think I'm improving Lou's 14th pick to an eighth round pick. Correct. And I'm getting Jordan Bennington. Mm. Yeah, that's that's fine. That's a good trade, I, I think, yeah. for the most part. Yep. I'm not here to not here to really deny trades whether I think they're fair or not. Yeah, the only Just reason that would ever be no necessary would be like if yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Or if like uh you go to Matt McCluskey and be like, Listen, yeah, you don't need <laughs> these guys. <laughs> Let's just <laughs> um 
anyway, and then and then the very next day, uh, Ohio State hockey t- uh, NCAA team had was having a military appreciation day, so I got uh, four free tickets for that. So me and a couple of friends went out there uh, to watch them play Notre Dame, and it was actually a hell of a hockey game. They it was kind of similar to um, they were getting kind of dominated in the first two periods. And it was three nothing going into this is Ohio State's getting dominated by Notre Dame, um, going three nothing going into the third period, and um, Ohio State scored four goals in ten minutes, uh, and then oh, it was five goals total in ten minutes. The game, the tie was ended four four in regulation, five on five overtime, then three on three overtime, then an eight round shootout where the. Um, Notre Dame Fighting Irish took took the win. Wow! So it goes it goes eight rounds, no matter what. It's not like a sudden death. No, thing. no, it was a three round shootout that went eight rounds. Oh, yeah, okay. what? I like. Obviously, crazy. The obviously the overtime rule is yeah, yeah, team different. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they do do they do a five minute. Five on five, and then a sudden death, and then a five minute three on three, and then they go to a shootout. I feel like I've heard people argue that um, maybe that instead of using the shootout, they should do like maybe five minutes of four on four, then five minutes of three on three. But uh, you you get a lot into the whole. Okay, now your top guys are playing how many minutes at mm-hmm. the, um, which I understand, but. I, I do know that people like the shootout less and less, and three on three is the shit. So, but oh yeah, nice little hockey weekend for you, Lou. Uh, yeah, two games in two days. You know, it's a real travesty. Is I, I have been to one college hockey game ever, and hmm. I feel like I feel like it's a lot of fun. I should we should figure out how to do that more often. I think I think I've been to two now because we went to. We went to that uh, the Cornell BU game with Dad at MSG, and then, yep. um, and then this one, and I've got I've got some options out here too, some pretty good ones. I mean, Ohio State is is right there in Columbus, and I think they're where's currently the not. Huh? Where's Miami? Where's where's uh, Miami? Uh, about uh, about forty five minutes south of us, so that's really close. Although from what I hear, those tickets are real tough to get. Yeah, place jams. <laughs> So um, yeah, I've only oh, ever I did get I, I did Nathan, get to uh, I, I did get a pound from from Nick Felino on our way um, off the rink too, so that was cool. Nice. Yeah, you, you tell him uh, f- fuck you. I love Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I said good luck, Nick. Drop the first oh, name on him. Oh, first name basis. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, well. Uh, before we get too into news or whatever, I don't know what you got, Lou, but I gotta tell, I gotta tell my story of this morning, where uh, so uh, Kikita the dog has staples in her leg now because oh dear. Uh, so my my backyard, you go out, there's like a little patio and some grass, and then there's a step up with this like uh, concrete ledge, and at the very right end of this ledge, it stops. Uh, and there's a path that goes past my shed. And Kita sprints out the door and tries to, like, cut off the edge. And she missed, she missed the jump and just slammed the top of this concrete ledge on her, on her leg, split her leg right open. 
there I'm like trying to carry her in and clean up blood while we and she's she's fine. She's like annoyed that I'm carrying her. Uh but <laughs> yep. Had to make a run to the vet this morning and uh get some staples popped in the leg. She's wearing the cone of shame right now. But uh <laughs> I've had an exciting day, so I'm ready for uh some some hockey news and then uh later we'll do some championship football. Yeah, and I actually got a really good chunk of news here for, for us this week. Um, we'll get into it right away. Um, Alexander Ovechkin, um, after, after two hat-tricks in a row, is now, uh, has now passed uh, a little-known guy named Mario Lemieux and tied Steve Eiserman for ninth place uh, all-time NHL scoring with 692 goals. He is now two behind Marc Messier. And within 16 goals of seventh place, Mike Gardner. So, wow. So is that, is that kind of, is Mike Gardner kind of the, this year's, uh, <laughs> maybe spot? I mean, that would be a lot to get 16 more, but, uh, uh, st- if he started Not next year, <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. He just if dropped started, six in the last two. But, uh, Lou, if he started next year at, at Mike Gardner level, what's he going to take down next year? Uh, let me pull it up yeah. and I will let you know. Um, we, we'll get you guys we also talking. had one of those hat tricks against my damn Islanders. Yeah. Um, so before I get you that, uh, number, we had a couple firings this, this week, past week. Ray Shiro gets fired by the New Jersey devils on Sunday. Uh, Tom Fitzgerald, who was the assistant GM will take over with the interim tag for now. Um, a little a little surprised in this. I mean, I know they've already fired the coach, but I mean, he definitely sh- shot his shot this off season and, you know, Subban hasn't necessarily panned out. Neither has Gusev, but I think he did a lot of work in putting together what, I mean, preseason on paper looked like a, a pretty solid hockey team. Um, but that being said, they're having one of their worst seasons in a couple of years, which is saying something. Uh, and they've already gone through the coach. So, yeah, Ty, I'll let you go on this if you have anything to say. Yeah, I don't want to go too far into it. It's just weird. Like, I think the owner looks stupid. You know, if if you want to be that involved, you, you make so many contradicting decisions where, you know, you let him make all these trades in the offseason, which kind of makes you think that he's got a longer leash than what what is actually what it was. And then instead of getting rid of him, if you don't like his moves that haven't panned out, you get rid of the coach. But then right away you get rid of the GM. Like, it makes no sense. Like, you, mm-hmm. if you do, you do one or the other, if you get rid of the coach, maybe you talk to him about getting a new GM, whatever. But it, they just made all the wrong moves. And Cheryl's got a pretty good track record. Um, so it, it's just the devils, which I said in the beginning of the offseason, they weren't going to be good. All the hype was bullshit. But um, well, I I gotta I gotta ask you. So you think that the owner is the one that wanted to can find uh, can Heinz? Because uh, no, maybe, not necessarily. But well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe Shiro's getting dumped because uh, his moves in the off season that were a pretty big splash haven't panned out. His move firing John Heinz um, doesn't seem to have sparked anything in the locker room and then trading Taylor Hall away to a team with a bunch of goalie prospects and not 
getting any of those when, if anything, at the beginning of the season, goaltending was the one question that the Devils had. There's now multiple, but that goaltending question still exists. I I don't think, I think he's stumbled a little bit. And Ray, you're right, Ray Shiro has a great resume. And um, I'm sure he can go help another team, but it does feel like he's stumbled in the past six to nine months. To me, it just seems like the owner has a lot of input in these things. So, like, the coach being fired wasn't just on the GM. Like, he had maybe a, a say in it. But, I mean, you make some good points for sure. But to me, it's just like, yeah, they're a young team. And, you know, they have a lot of young guys. And they put some some pieces in that halfway through the year, maybe going to take some time. You know, Simmons was the only rental that they took. They got they gave away Hall, you know, but then they got something good for him to build for the future. I think Cheryl's a guy who can take those pieces, and he's not like a dime a dozen general manager. But that's just my opinion. Um, obviously, the Devils are, you know, no worse with Adam, probably. So, at this point. Um, so, and to get back real quick before we go too far, um, if 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 Ovechkin catches Mike Gardner at seven oh eight this at by the end of this year, he will only be fifty eight goals off Yarmir Yager for third place overall. And that would wow. that would be passing Phil Esposito, Marcel Dion, and Brett Hole. Brett Hole's seven forty one. Uh, so if he gets there, that's the mark he's got to be looking at. OV watch is going to become a real fucking good hashtag coming up in the next couple of years. Oh, you got to start that shit. OV goal watch. OV countdown. <laughs> OV countdown All right. to beat Gretzky 892. What is it? 864. Uh, it is 894. Oh, I mixed them up. Yeah, you had all those <laughs> numbers in there. Um <laughs> All right. Well, uh, do we have any more uh, news? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. There's a good amount uh, this week. Um, uh, extremely surprising, at least for me, uh, Gerard Gallant gets fired by the Vegas Golden Knights uh, and is immediately replaced with Peter DeBoer. This one really kind of shocked me. Um, they went on a tiny bit of a skid, but still, like, the, what he's done with that team. Um, and now obviously you've got, um, who was, who's there? I mean, their GM is, is now, um, McPhee. No, McPhee hey. moved up to hockey operate or president of hockey ops and the assistant GM is now the GM. So this may be, uh, McPhee got his guy to start it off, get him going. And then this maybe the new GM wants, uh, his own guy for the future, but um, certainly a surprise. It would not shock me if you saw Gerard Gallant in Seattle. Um, I think this is just a an absolute case of yeah, this new GM loves DeBoer, and uh, DeBoer became available, and he wanted to jump on it right away. He, he likes what uh, DeBoer does, and DeBoer, I mean, he's been a great coach. He's he's got to have a winning record. Um, in San Jose, never able to take him quite all the way. And to be honest, I never thought anything like super impressive. Those Sharks teams were really good. But um, so I don't know if I necessarily agree with it, but I also don't know these coaches as well as the GMs obviously do. So I, I just think it's a case of he liked the board better and he went and got him when he could. I like that uh, 
Gallant in Seattle thing, though. That's a. I mean, why, why not? Right. He's got that'd be a, that'd be a lot of time off for him, though, um, unless they hire a coach for the year before they start. I don't. I don't know. Uh, they got to do it obviously before the draft and stuff, but. Mm-hmm. Got to start uh, looking at those mock drafts already. Yeah. Yeah. Ne- next year, that'll be the talk of the league. Oh, I love to expansion drafts. Yep. Who to protect? Um, so, actually, a, a fair amount of um, All Star um, news. We got a, lot, a couple replacements um, and then some, some new activities this year. So, I'll run through the replacements real quick. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky is going to take Tuka Rask's spot in the Atlantic Division. Duras sustained a concussion. Um, Chris Letang was named the captain today. So, to answer our question back earlier whether they would name a new captain the answer is yes um nico Heischer will take kyle palmary's spot uh jacob slavin will replace dougie hamilton uh david riddich will replace darcy kemper um so Wait, those they are named all of Latang, our... the captain of the met team. yes they did <laughs> they named a guy who wasn't even initially voted in a captain no, the only people that were voted in were the captains and the last man in. The league chose everybody else. That's yes. Tyler's point, though. He wasn't chosen by the league, but he's. I don't be... know. I told. I've already talked about how much the Met is going to suck this year. <laughs> in the All Star game, who's wait? Who's replacing Corpusalo? Corpusalo was already replaced Jari? by Christian Jari. By Jari, mm-hmm. <laughs> no love. No love from the island. All right. Um, and then, oh, last but not least, Rick Tockett is going to be replacing Gerard Gallant. Talk. Uh, and then, okay, so now there's going to be a new event in the skills competition, the uh, NHL Shooting Stars Challenge, which I guess will involve 10 players who will be on an elevated platform behind uh, the goal, approximately 30 feet above the ice, shooting pucks at a variety of targets. Uh, each target holds a different point value and each player will have seven shots uh, to earn points. So I guess they're just throwing a little bit of a, a new game in there for that. And then I think the thing I might be looking forward to the most in this all-star game is the three on three USA versus Canada women's game. Yeah, that's going to be unbelievable. I'm not sure why we need a 30 foot platform for them to shoot from. Like, (laughs) let's just put some targets around and let them be on the ice. Um, yeah, the NHL's getting pretty desperate. <laughs> well, that's because the, the the skills competition is kind of it's kind of it's not as much fun as the All Star Game, which I feel like it used to be the other way around. But now that they do this three on three tournament style, you add USA Canada Women's, which is always unbelievable. Let alone that's going to be three on three too. Yeah, exactly. Let alone in a three on three setting like the All Star Game, where you you can tell everyone's having so much fun um, and you get, you'll get to really see the skill that the women's game has. Do you guys think this is the first uh, maybe um, olive branch or testing ground the NHL uh, getting involved in the women's game? I, mean, I wouldn't call it an olive branch. I mean, they had them compete in the skills competition last year. No, but I mean more, more in like on the a broadcast. We got to get Frat back on because yeah. they're doing that. We really haven't updated it since you know she's been on, but they're doing that kind of uh, same style as the PLL, the Lacrosse League, 
like a tour where they're picking, you know, 10 cities mm. doing a weekend where there's six games, uh, kind of doing it like that. Just raise exposure throughout the cities. Um, that's the newest league now, but then there's still another league, which is, which Frat is in, which is six teams. Um, so it's just all over the place. And yeah, they're looking yeah. to get support from the NHL. I think that's the main thing. I mean, there was a new CBA in the WNBA, but it's still not good. Like they're not getting paid that much. Mm-hmm. Also, the fun. league makes no money and they have deals with ESPN and ABC. Like it's going to be hard for the NHL to get that. Well, I think that's why, uh, uh, number one, I don't, I don't know why they're so disorganized. Like, there's still going to be two different – there's going to be, like, the traveling show and then the six-team league. When I think that traveling show is not only a great way to raise awareness I, – I don't like calling it a traveling show. It sounds like I'm mocking it, but um, which I'm not trying to mock it. Um, but that's, that's what they need to do. They need to raise awareness. They need to show how entertaining – the women's game is um, because I mean, that's, that's the best part of the uh, winter Olympics now is the women's hockey. Uh, now that the NHLers aren't really involved. I mean, obviously I still love the men's. It's a little faster, a little more physical, but uh, I mean, traveling around gathering awareness from both Canada and the U S uh, having big weekends. And I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they're still going to have like the best two teams at the end have some sort of championship. I doubt it. You don't think so? It's just going to be like the same teams. Play- uh, I mean, you got to, you got to build. That's my point is, yeah. is they have to build it. It doesn't just happen overnight and it can't be given to you. Exactly. Again, so like, it's a yeah. good start. Yeah, it's a good start. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, injury talk real quick. Uh, Morgan Riley will miss an, a minimum of eight weeks with a fractured foot. Um, Buffalo's Tage Thompson will miss the rest of the season uh, after shoulder surgery. Carter Hart's going to miss two to three weeks with an abdominal strain. Uh, Tuka Rask, like I mentioned earlier, uh, is placed on IR, diagnosed with a concussion after catching an elbow in a game against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, William Carlson is week to week with an upper body injury. Dougie Hamilton will be out uh, indefinitely after a broken leg. He took a, a kind of a scary tumble into the boards. Um, in the game that I was at. Uh, and then, so that's our injury roundup. Uh, we got Nicholas Backstrom uh, signed a five-year deal with the Washington Capitals on Tuesday. Uh, it's a five-year, $46 million contract, which uh, pans out to an AAV of $9.2 million. So they got uh, Backstrom locked up for the next five. That's a big contract. Uh, I mean, how old is Backstrom? That's kind of my guess. My guess is so. My guess is like, I think it takes no. I think it takes him to thirty-seven. So I think he's thirty-two right now. Okay. I mean, I mean, Backstrom is one of the unsung heroes, obviously in Washington. Um, Pats and Ovi the puck all the time. So one hundred percent worth the money he's getting. I just wonder. I wonder if uh, you know by the last couple years of that contract, it's it's a little bit tougher on them, but. Um, Backstrom definitely deserves all that money. I did want to actually, Ty, do you want to touch on the Backstrom deal before I go backward? No, great deal. Good for him. I mean, yeah, it's a lot, a lot of money, but uh, he deserves it. All right. Um, I, I wanted to give a little, now that, uh, Lou finished the injury news, uh, p- pretty crazy stat. Um, 
two of the top four teams in the NHL uh, are the number three and number four most injured teams in the NHL. So Boston has the third most time lost to injuries, and Pittsburgh has the fourth amount uh, lost times to injuries. And those are two of the top four teams in the NHL. So I, a lot of credit's got to go to the uh, the front office and especially to the benches in Boston and Pittsburgh because um, being two of the top four uh, man minutes lost and still being two of the top four teams in the NHL is super impressive to me. Yeah, I know Mike Sullivan's already gotten early uh... – Probably been thrown into the early conversation for the Jack Adams, um, so he's he's just been awesome. Yeah, I mean, don't sleep on Cassidy either, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've more dominated in the beginning and have struggled a little bit more lately, whereas Pittsburgh's the other way around. But um, they're still both having incredible seasons, um, and I think the number one uh, injuries was Buffalo, which. Huh. That sucks. I didn't even realize that Buffalo had been, and and maybe it's not, maybe it's because it's not Crosby and Malkin going down and Gensel, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, Buffalo's had the most time lost to injuries this year, and they yeah, really didn't realize that. Yeah. Um. Uh. So. Uh. After our, I know we talked about the Cassie and Kachuk incident, so he got two games uh, suspension for those actions. Um, in that game, which I don't think was received too well. And then I also wanted to touch on uh, the Perot situation in Winnipeg. Um, he got elbowed in the face uh, off the puck, uh, and there was no uh, – nothing came down from player safety. Uh, and he said, quote, this is literally an elbow to the face to a guy who didn't have the puck. I can't really protect myself if the league's not going to protect me. Um, I'm the smallest guy on the ice, so I can't really fight anybody. And the only thing I can do to defend myself is use my stick. So the next guy that does that to me is going to get my fucking stick and I better not get suspended for it. Yeah. He's pissed. He got elbowed in the, in the face. Is he, is he missing time? Uh, he got I, fined. Don't, I don't think so. He got fined. Yeah. He got fined for saying it. No, Perot. Is Perot no, not missing time for the elbow? No. No, no, he did not get injured, which oh. is why I think he completely overreacted. Yes. Thank you, Ty. <laughs> yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah, uh, I mean... Did you guys uh, see the um, Kachuk brothers face off against each other? Yeah, Wes McCauley tossed both centers out so they could take the face off. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> with with his parents, with their parents in, in attendance, that was really cool. Wes McCauley's the fucking man. Yeah, I didn't realize that uh, Wes McCauley's dad was a ref and that uh, he was also like a well-liked ref and that while Wes was playing hockey, I guess he eventually figured out that he wasn't going to go as far as he wanted and then he went and took over the refing uh, deal after his father passed. So kind of a cool story. Yeah, Yeah, it's kind of cool. Comes to 30 for 30. (laughs) Um, And the last thing I have is actually... um, I had texted you guys a bit ago seeing like um, leaks of the possible Kings Ave Stadium Series jerseys. Uh, and they actually came out with the actual jerseys 
And I don't know if they're subtly different or I just maybe like them better on the players than just like hanging on a hanger, but I actually kind of like them. Yeah, fucking any anything on Gabriel Landeskog, it's gonna look good. <laughs> <laughs> I like them right off the bat. I think they're really cool jerseys. And um, I guess I was told that the the big A, the big A for the Avalanche jerseys is actually it looks just like the um, the Citadel or whatever at the Air Force Academy there. Yeah. So that's neat. And then the LA jerseys are like they almost look like. Uh, they would be from like the 80s or something. I like them. Yeah, they do look 80s, which is funny because the Flyers just had 80s night against the Kings last night. Uh, what jerseys did the Kings wear? The Just the black and whites? Mm, it go- wasn't really 80s night for the teams. It was just the fans. <laughs> good outfits, though. Um, gritty, dressed, yeah. gritty dressed up as MC Hammer. Nice. <laughs> I gritty the fool. I, I can't I can't imagine uh being at a, a Philly party for eighties night and then going to the hockey game. That sounds like a great time. Sounds unreal. Uh so that's uh, that's the news. All right. Well um Ty, you, I know you said you didn't catch much uh hockey this weekend, but anything catch your eye from earlier in the week? Uh let's see what I got my notes here. Um I wrote down Carter Hart's fucking hurt. He Lou touched on that. Um, got my pops pick, Chuck Bros. Um, would you guys do this trade, Kale McCarr, for Georgiev and Zabinijad? Ooh. Um, I don't I don't think so. I don't think I can give up McCarr. Uh, mm-hmm. and Zabinijad is a that's a really nice piece up front, but um. I guess the question is 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 like Gerard and um, is Yost a defenseman? No, he's not. But do you have enough back on that blue line? I literally can only think of Gerard right now for some reason. Um, Ian Cole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Max said the same thing. I was asking him, he like wouldn't give up anything for McCarr, so it makes sense. But they need need a goalie, I think, if they're gonna make this push. So. That's the only yeah. last thing I wrote down. That, like, I really do think they're not going to be able to pull it off unless, you know. Do you think it's more likely Frank that they... hurt, or I mean, gets hot? Sorry. Because um, when is uh, what's his name coming back? Grubauer. Uh, back. Yeah. back. Is he? Yep. Just hasn't been the same. I don't think. Well, do you think it's more likely that they move? Uh, I mean, I think it is more likely that they move Georgiev, but how close to moving Georgiev do you think they are to moving Lundqvist? Um, I think it may have been a close discussion, but I'm guessing they've made their decision because I guess the, the talk is that, that Georgiev is the one on the trade block. Um, would be would be kind of cool to see Hank go pull a, uh, a Ray Bork and win a title in, um, <laughs> in Colorado, but... Um, it appears that uh, the Rangers want to keep him, or he doesn't want to leave. Well, that too. I mean, he's got he's got his no movement clause, so he can do whatever the heck he wants. Yeah, I don't know. Colorado would be pretty attractive to me, even if I'm Hendrick Lundqvist. Not to mention uh, the legend Patrick Waugh that got his cups there. 
Um, yeah. Well, we got uh, any hockey history? Uh, uh, I sadly do not. <laughs> oh, man, no hockey history. We got to be getting close to that time where we've done all the hockey history. Yeah, I think I think it started sometime in February. I just I literally I did my notes this morning and then kind of went off and did some stuff. And then I came back and I pulled my notes up to get going. And I looked at it and I was like, holy shit, I didn't write anything down for hockey history. So apologies <laughs> oh. there, there, boys. But uh, it'll uh, leave our fans waiting for next week for more hockey history. Uh, speaking of next week, before we get into pop stars, I just want to do a little uh, little teaser. Uh, it's possible that next week we have the Swift Brothers on the show. And let, let me tell you, we, the three of us have known the three of them for well, 25 years, probably close, close to that, um, grew up playing hockey together slash playing mini sticks in the basement, super bowl parties, which is about the, uh, about the time of the year that we're in too. So I'm sure we'll get to, uh, some different stories from shenanigans as kids uh, not to mention, next week is All Star Weekend, which I think mm-hmm. is the same. I think it's the same weekend that we had Parlors on the podcast last year. Mm, and, so good timing on that, and one of our best episodes ever, in my opinion. So uh, we're looking forward to a big group on All Star Weekend. Uh, chat about the past, chat about the present. Um, you know, we'll get that nice little week in between the NFC AFC championship games and the Super Bowl, so we won't be messing with uh, Sean's schedule or anything. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, he's a big football guy, so yeah, no one watches the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, all right, so uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get that done um, next week. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, pop stars. Yeah, um, got to give it to Ovechkin. Um, Ovechkin has been absolutely lights out. He's passing legends like they're nothing the past week, um, uh, including Mario Lemieux, like Lou mentioned. Uh, he scored three against my Isles. That shot he has uh, on the one-timer is just unbelievable. It, I mean, I still can't believe it when I, when I see it, and it, it happens every other game. Uh, not to mention, it's not just his big slapper. He can release the puck in an instant from just about anywhere on the ice. Um, best, I, I, th- I think I that he's got to be the best goal scorer I have ever seen play the game. So, pop star of the week, easy pick for me this week, Alex Ovechkin. Solid pick. I've also got kind of a, a gimme for me. Uh, Ovi probably would have been mine, so I would have had to scramble. Uh, but Sidney Crosby. Um, take I'll take the eye rolls now, but um, eight points in the first four games back, um, and in eight comeback back games from injury, Sid has six goals, eight assists, and a plus seven. So he's already making an impact. Yeah, I guess he doesn't come back injured, huh? <laughs> I think that's um, a really good point, Ty. Is that uh, Crosby is really smart about his body, and he waits till he knows he's ready. And when he's ready, he's Crosby. Low Cross. <laughs> um, we got time. My guy is a guy who Lou got to see play this week. Um, I picked him up before the week started in waivers. Um, he has two shutouts, three wins, like two goals against uh, Elvis Merzlikens, 
fucking guys hot for the Jackets right now. They're playing yeah, really well. Game too. They're in a playoff spot. Um, it's just just unreal for the for the Jackets right now coming out of nowhere. So good for him. Good young goalie. Um, that's his second and third shutout of his whole career. So two in one week, pretty cool. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> there it was great. There was a guy right behind uh, the um, the Columbus and uh, net that was in a full Elvis outfit. <laughs> That's going to become yeah. a really cool thing if they make a run with Good Elvis. Shit. Yeah, uh, is uh, where's Mars Leakins from? Is is that? Is, it sounds like Czech or something. Lou, we tried to watch the pregame, um, but. We don't get NHL center ice doesn't show it till seven PM. So uh, if you guys really if you guys um if you guys look go on the NHL app because it's I had to wait forty eight hours because I know I was, at, game. I was at, I was I was at work. Well, we have Elvis Merzlikens is Latvian. 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 Ah. All right. Well, then mm. it's it's Latvian Elvis. You see a lot of like Korean Elvis and stuff, but not too many Latvian Elvis. So. Um, maybe that <coughs> thing. Um, I did want to get your boys' thoughts on. Um, obviously, we got one game left, but uh, what do you think for Super Bowl? Or should we save this for next week with the Swift Boys? Yeah, let's just save it. That way, we have our two teams in there, and um, and we'll, be right, well, to, then, we'll be able to make some picks. Give me an NFC Championship pick then, because obviously we got uh, Kansas City going to the bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, my gut says Aaron Rodgers in the pack. Ooh, I think San Francisco is too good. Um, I think San Francisco wins and Green Bay covers. Mm, there you go. Um, do you guys catch catch? Do you guys happen to catch fights last night? I did. Yeah, that was fucking bullshit. I mean, I mean, I watched the I watched the forty second clip on my phone after it happened. Yeah. That's why uh, we we used to get so pissed off at the restaurant. Um, probably me not as much because there's not a lot of food going on on fight nights. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, a bunch of moochers. Yeah, people show up forever and uh, like one water. Yeah, and then and then the fight's over in forty seconds, and you're like, you're like, well, why the fuck am I? <laughs> Yeah, did not of all the outcomes, I, I kind of thought Cowboys Throne was going to win, uh, and McGregor could have maybe made it a good fight, but uh, did not see that coming. And now, I mean, he's probably going to get whatever fight he wants. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all fixed for money. <laughs> <laughs> have we had that conversation about sports? Yeah, it's not yeah. real. <laughs> <laughs> it's all one big show. Well, you know, fix for money. How how meta of the WWE then? Yeah, right. Fucking <laughs> Inception. <laughs> Turns out WWE is the real one. <laughs> All righty. You guys got anything else? Uh, I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna go make some soup. Oh, yeah. hot soup. Hot soup. <laughs> All right, then, uh, as always, go check out our very good friends, Parlors. They're banned out of New York City. Um, yeah, we're always letting you guys know when they have some new music coming. So uh, stay tuned always uh, for the hockey and for the Parlors. Um, and you can follow us on our social media. We are at the Heineman Brothers Hockey Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. 
for the hockey. For the hockey. Do the hockey.